Welcome to Badass Lady Folk. I'm your host, Christine Stoddard. This episode, I'm overjoyed to welcome two guests, Adriana Asensio and Courtney Atera, both actresses. Ooh. Hey, girls. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for, for having us. us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for just going along with all this weirdness. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> and seeing the Manhattan Neighborhood Network studios for the first time. Yes, it's beautiful it in here. It is super nice. Even the bathrooms are pretty. Yeah. So this is a commercial <laughs> for Eminem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made to get more grant money. Okay, so why are you here? You're here because I want to know about your acting and your journey. I want to know about your upbringing and what led you to acting? Were you the quirky Ooh. kid in school? Did you put on little plays or fake radio shows for your parents? <laughs> Did you, I don't know, dress up as the turkey in the school play? Whatever. <laughs> Whoever wants to go. Oh man, this is like life story. Do you want, do you want to go ahead? <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go, I you guess. You got it. <laughs> so I've been on and off with acting actually throughout my entire life. Um, I'm mainly a comedic actor. When I was a kid, I just noticed that like I would get attention if I said something absurd or out of pocket. Mm -hmm. And I think I just rolled with that. And I used to, you know, write my own little plays and stuff. And then I started musical theater when I was a kid. But I didn't like the singing part, and I wasn't good at it. <laughs> I um, feel that. I can relate to that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard. So I quit because I didn't like the singing. But then I started taking acting classes again when I was 15, and I fell in love with it. It's like therapy and... Yeah. Then I started stand-up two years ago, and now I kind of do both. Yeah, yeah. So what about singing was so hard for you? Well, I was bad at it and like I'm not like if, if someone <laughs> very like, honest like off key too soft too loud um, had no rhythm I like, think off key and too soft like I remember when I would audition for like roles the piano guy would just like go completely go over my voice and you could not hear me and I was trying to like scream oh God. Like, that's so nerve-wracking yeah but I mean if you're if someone's not a good singer, but they love it, like, I encourage them to keep, like, taking lessons. But I think I was just more That's, like, into, so like, diplomatic. <laughs> no, but, like, because I don't doing want... doing it. I don't want suck. Your <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want people to get, like... Like, I'm not trying to say, be negative. Like, oh, I quit because I, like, sucked. But um, I just was more into, like, the acting and the improv and stuff like that. So I kind of just stuck with that. And I guess, like, as a kid, I, I'm from Long Island, you know, my parents are not in the arts, so, like, I guess when I said, oh, like, I want to do acting, like, musical theater was the thing that was available. So they're mm -hmm. like, oh, let me sign Courtney up for this. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're out of the hot seat now. Liana, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> well, I can definitely relate to the whole kind of just the journey of trying different things and seeing what you really, truly enjoy. <laughs> um, I did not try musical theater. I... Did not try acting at all growing up. I was super shy as a kid. Um, I like drawing and doing other things. I did like making like short videos in my house. I'm sure a lot of kids did that. I, I would do like fake interviews with my like, like my baby brother and <laughs> be like, "How are you feeling?" Like I don't know. <laughs> so that was the extent of it. Um, I think I auditioned for the high school play of Alice in Wonderland, Ooh. and I think I had a similar issue where. I'm pretty sure they could not hear a word that I was saying. Oh, no. So, yeah, I was just like, mm, maybe not. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I studied uh, PR in college because, I mean, I've always been interested in film and media and entertainment. So I was just like, oh, this could be a this could be a path, maybe. Um, and then eventually I moved. Oh, I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, both of my parents are from El Salvador. Also don't really have a they don't have an arts background. Um, so it was never really a thought to like actually pursue something creative <laughs> like film or acting. Um it sort it just seemed like very like a far away, far fetched idea, you know. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, after college, I moved to New York, and obviously theater is like so huge here, yeah. so it does get to you one way or another. Um, I think I just signed up for like a random group on acting class, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it was scary, but I was just like, this is a lot of fun, um, and I just kept taking classes and improv too. It's kind of how I got into it um, at the Magnet Theater. Yay, uh, Magnet. Yeah. I will always shout out Magnet. I'm yeah. doing musical improv there right now. But my boyfriend, Aaron Gold, has a show, You're Not Alone, and it's been running for nine years. And oh, it's about wow. mental health and comedy. <laughs> <laughs> they go together. Yeah, yeah. They definitely do. <laughs> makes sense. That's dope. Um, yeah, they had like Saturday drop in classes. Yeah. So I did a couple of those. And yeah, even though it was scary, I felt like it was exciting and like different. It got me out of my head, which yeah. I was really always in my head all the time. Um, and then I think the pandemic hap- happened and that's when I was like, you know, none of this corporate stuff really makes me happy and it yeah. doesn't fulfill me. So I started working at like a small nonprofit based in Bushwick and I signed up for a conservatory, Stella Adler. Um a very well-known yeah. one, too. Yeah, I didn't, I literally just Googled and was just like, oh, you know, fuck it. Let's just, let's just try. <laughs> so, yeah, I did the two-year evening conservatory, and that's where I learned basically, like, everything. <laughs> like, all the foundation of everything of acting through the perspective of Stella Adler, I guess. Um, I've heard, and I don't know this for a fact because I've just seen so many people from so mm-hmm. many different acting schools, but I've heard that. Stella Adler is very experimental mm-hmm. and that people in the program are weird in a good way. <laughs> would you yes, say that's true? I would say actors in general are very weird. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> artists. It's got to be a little weird, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I met so many different kinds of people and I like, I'm like close friends now with a few of them. Um, uh, it was a mix of people who had been acting for a long time. So people who are new, there was like a lot of international students. So it really did expose me to all these different backgrounds. Um, but yeah, and... Uh, it was two years, just evening, um, so it was very busy, but I think it really helped me, like, find my vulnerability and helped me learn how to be vulnerable in public spaces and, like, trusting my gut and, again, getting away from, like, overthinking and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I think a lot of of people worry that once they take an office job that they'll never be able to do something creative mm. and that there won't be time for it. But thank goodness there are evening programs yes. and weekend <laughs> programs and things that are not necessarily nine to five. True. So good Very for true. you. <laughs> Courtney is still in school. I am. Uh, so I'm a senior in college. Woo! I go to, thank you. I go to a place called Five Towns. It's a very small performing arts school on Long Island. I literally love it. It's like, do you, do you guys know that TV show, Victorious? Yes. No. <laughs> Tell me, what is it? <laughs> so it's just a show about these weird kids that go to, like, a performing arts school. Okay. And that's what my school is. Like, everyone's creative there. Mm. No one's normal. Fun. Yesterday in class, <laughs> I'm not even making this up. 
like my teacher had the window open to get fresh air in, and a kid crawled through the window from outside into the classroom. Then when he got in, he asked if it was okay that he did that. My teacher was like, yeah, sure. Wait, was he in your class? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? He came, a kid on campus. He came from, like, the woods. <laughs> oh. He just wanted to sit in on that class. Yeah. No, he, he like, went through the class, I guess, to get to the hallway, but oh, he just, like, saw the open window. Day. and a short <laughs> Yeah, I see, I see. You know, sometimes doors are just so complicated. Just yeah. Just take the window. That's, like, a daily occurrence. <laughs> just, like, another Tuesday. Just, just kids. Just wow. another Tuesday. That's fun. Yeah, last week we had a kid show up in the dining hall just wearing a bathrobe. His hair was all wet. No shoes. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he was, like, method acting or something. Yeah, that sounds very He was method. an actor. Yeah. There you but, go. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe at my school. Wow. Wet hair, climb through windows. Got it. No shoes. Yeah, no yeah. shoes. <laughs> Dogs out. Okay, so... Fun question. What do your parents think of what you're doing? Ha ha. That's a very interesting question. So actually, at first, my parents were so skeptical because like Mm. we were talking about before, like my parents, like no involvement in the arts. My dad's a high school principal. My mom is a nurse. So they really kind of knew nothing about it. But they somehow let me go to drama school, I guess, because I was just very persistent and I ended up getting lucky because I got um, scholarships to go there and um, they were like okay yeah sure but now they're very supportive they've changed I don't know why but (laughs) well four years in yeah four years in I guess they realize that it is possible Mm -hmm. even if I'm not like just a working actor when I graduate, I can have a job in the art field. And I think they're recognizing that, that there are a lot of options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same with my parents. It's like, it just doesn't seem really like tangible to mm. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, uh, I, um, I was in Christine's play, Mi Abuela, Queen of Nightmares. Woo! And that was actually <laughs> the first play that my parents saw me in, in my oh. whole life. <laughs> So that I didn't was, realize that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so honored. Yeah, that's a good first one though. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, glad it didn't suck. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was just, I was so, well, let me back up. I was taking the classes um, at Stella Adler and it was like hybrid. So sometimes mm-hmm. I would be on Zooms and I'd be like, I can't go to dinner right now. I'm in class. And I think they kind of, my mom was like, okay. And like, they didn't really <laughs> take it seriously. Like they didn't really, I was like, I didn't. I also guess didn't explain to them that it was a full conservatory and like it's like a whole program. <laughs> this is really school. Yeah, mom. this is actually <laughs> happening. So yeah, it felt like I, I think you know for a while maybe it's just like a hobby, you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, and I think um, I ta- I started just talking more and more about it, and I think they can see that it excites me. I still do think I'm sure my mom would love it if I just like dropped it and just like climbed the ladder, as they say, um, yeah. and just stick to something because I have like a job hopped a lot. But, you know, that's how it is now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a common pressure. Exactly. Right? It's a yeah. common expectation. And parents want us to be <laughs> safe and provided for and blah, 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 blah. It's, <laughs> it's really the circle of just stress because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. I definitely want to provide for them one day, yes. but at the same time, I don't think I can sacrifice my happiness yeah. for a job and like, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting deep. No, um, I mean, I, I 
see it as things will all work out. Yeah, exactly. You know, I try not to make rash decisions. I tried, you know, I have to pay rent. I have Mm -hmm. to pay for food. I have to pay for my basics Mm -hmm. and have my emergency funds. But, yeah, you can't just live to make other people happy. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as they know that I, like, have, like, you know, I have jobs and I'm stable (laughs) as a person. Um, And then I think I was over, I was so, like, paranoid or overthinking about them coming to see the plague so I was like oh my god they're gonna see it they're gonna ask me a ton of questions it's gonna be like ah and then they saw it and they're like oh my god it was so good like it was so fun like they loved it and they didn't in like interrogate me at all <laughs> so yeah For playing a cactus I know a jaguar an ancestor yes <laughs> yeah many roles I came out of the theater theater and my dad was literally like he did like the jaguar movement to me <laughs> Um, so yeah, safe to say. Like parts it. though, yeah, my favorites, mm-hmm. and the way like the actors move in those parts too is so interesting. Yeah, it was my first like movement like base piece, which I feel like really came at a good time because I felt like I was just not really in my body <laughs> around that time. So it was a really good experience for that, and it just all the more amazing that it was about a family from El Salvador. So yeah. thank you again, and um, thank you, yeah. and shout out. <laughs> Dear listeners, to Fiamma Piacentini, who was Ooh. our director at the tank. We and stand. she was the movement director and also played Abuela when we did the show at the Jean Frankel Theater. Right. Yes. Oh, oh my God, yeah. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. <laughs> and she was on this show. She was on Badass Lady Folk with Melanie Gaudreau, who is in. Um, She's everything. She's a director, playwright, and actor. I guess those are the three things I'll call her, but she does other things, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they were on my first episode that I filmed here because before I came to M&N, wow. it was just radio only and podcast only on uh, Badass, on uh, brr, on Radio Free Brooklyn <laughs> and all the podcast places. Um, and, yeah, I chose Fiamma and I chose Melanie because, you know, they're – they're mentors of mine in a way, <laughs> and I knew they would be kind to me on the show, and they, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't be upset if we took forever adjusting the lighting and the mics and all that. There's been uh. experimentation <laughs> trying to get things to look and it sound was, how I want yeah. them. You know? I feel like you guys made the process so smooth, as smooth as, as smooth as, as it could be, because I've done like yeah. work that's been de- developmental and like with people who are not super experienced, and like it's kind of like a. I'm someone who's like, I'll try anything. Let's just like do these yeah, warm-ups. Yeah. And so like it's but it's nice when like you feel like you're being guided and like you feel like you can you're comfortable with the people that you're yeah. with. Um so it felt like pretty good. I'm sure there was yeah, a lot of organized. chaos happening, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I was very organized, yeah. I feel and was oh, just like play, on top yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want actually I wanted to get to vulnerability as being younger women who were in this field and how is it that you choose who you're going to work with? And um, have you had, I mean, God forbid, I don't want you to get into anything like <laughs> terrible and traumatic, but if you want to share any negative experiences you've had in that regard, I'm here for it. And I know <laughs> listeners are too, listeners, viewers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's a heavy one. So, um, I take most of the opportunities I'm given, which is good, but also I have a hard time saying no to people, Mm -hmm. which is something I will talk about with the therapist I have a meeting with in two weeks. (laughs) I'm like, like, yeah, I don't want to kill myself or anything, but like, 
I actually don't say no to people and I'm too nice. Um, mm, I feel that. But yeah, most. That'll change. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Give it a few years. Um, but yeah, I like. I definitely have had good experiences most of the time, but obviously, especially in like comedy, like there are those oh, like yeah. you know jackasses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and doing stand up and being, I'm sure, often the only woman yeah. and certainly <laughs> one of the younger ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they just, they'll just they say weird stuff to you sometimes. Like, one time there was this old guy who was producing a show, and he asked for a picture for the flyer. And I just sent a headshot, just me smiling. And he goes, oh, could you just send a picture that's not so pretty? I was like, oh, um, what? okay. Ew. Yeah, Ew. people are just weird. Ugh. But it's mostly, fortunately for me, it's only been, like, verbal stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I I feel lucky because I haven't experienced anything super awful. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think same here. I also struggle with like people pleasing. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, yeah, like growing so up, I think I just like the whole like good behavior equals reward. Like that just mm-hmm. like got yes. embedded in my brain, which I think like also impacted my acting because it was like, oh, I need to like please this person. Like, no, just be yourself and like yeah, do whatever yeah. goes with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I also have that same issue. I don't think I've I've luckily have not had any super bad experiences. I've only been acting for like two ish years. Yeah, yeah. Three, oh, wow. two, three. Yeah, <laughs> I guess official. <laughs> I don't know when officially it started, but um, yeah. So um, still got a ways to go, but I'm really lucky. I've worked with a lot of um people from marginalized communities. I've done like a lot of like my first short film was from was with this Columbia student who's like. The story was about, like, this person finding their identity as a queer person and, like, navigating that. And then, like, yeah, just, like, doing work that has to do with, like, different topics like that. Mm. Like, whether it's, like, identity or, like, their culture and, uh, I don't know, social issues, like, those kinds yeah. of things. Um, yeah, but I don't think, at least at the top of my head, I think I've also been, like, pretty lucky. Happy to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you... No, I'm going to rephrase that because you both just talked about people pleasing. <laughs> okay, okay. Wah, 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 wah. So what kind of projects do you like to work on or would you like to work on? I like working on a variety of different ones, but obviously my favorite is comedy. SNL is my dream job. Yes. And I love anything sketch, anything comedic, anything with stand-up. Um, I also like original works. Like That's why I really enjoyed watching your shows and yeah definitely just like experimental (laughs) projects and Mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah yeah um I think for me I want to do more kind of like dark comedy stuff Mm. because that's like just my vibe in general (laughs) like I love a lot of dark comedy shows so if I could be in it on a show like uh for example like my favorite shows like Rami on Hulu um, so oh. good. Everyone should watch. Also, um, I don't know if you've seen Barry on HBO. I, I knew you were going to say that one. Yes. I gotta watch that, it. Oh my God, you should. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially from someone who's like coming from SNL as a comedian and like, yeah, <laughs> yes. it's like a level of funny, but also like, oh shit, this is like dark. Um, so more things like that. Uh, yeah, I think. And then also like, again, dream job. I mean, not dream job. One of my dream roles is to be, like, some sort of spy or, like, a detective. Like, a mystery. I love a good mystery. (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah. I can see you in, like, that role. Really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I also, I like, like, I don't make my own projects yet. 
but um, I like casting, mm-hmm. and I feel like I could Ooh. look at a person and like kind of know where I'd put them, and I'm nice. like, oh, you could play a spy. Love that. Mm. I'd be very clumsy and whatever, but you know, <laughs> I'll solve the case eventually. <laughs> Are there, so often on the show we talk about social issues, and I'm curious if there are social issues that appeal to you, if there are any goals that you have for acting in terms of activism in some way. Ooh. Well, one for me is obviously comedy is a male-dominated field, so I feel like I (laughs) (laughs) gotta change that. I yeah, I just I love encouraging more women to get involved because I feel like there is a hesitancy because it is intimidating, like when you're the only girl at an open mic or something. But I just love, you know, inspiring other women with my work. And actually, like, at school right now, me and my friend Sabrina, we're starting a sketch team. And, you know, we're the president and vice president, so it's really cool to Cute. have That's fun. two women leading it. Because we have a lot of girls involved, and I just, I love seeing that. Nice. Yeah, I feel like people really under uh, underestimate, like, how well women can, like, tell stories and be comedians. Yeah. And then, like, when they find out they're, like, super successful, they're like, oh, like, Yeah, I feel you know. like a lot of girls are just, they're afraid to because it's scary to start when like you know you're surrounded by all these guys yeah exactly um most of them aren't scary surprise yeah yeah. (laughs) it's just all a front honestly (laughs) um i think for me um there's this article that just came out like two days ago that i read and i was like oh i'll talk about this um (laughs) but apparently uh, it was on deadline and basically they're saying that latin representation in hollywood i think specifically films has really not changed in the past decade, which is wild. (laughs) I think TV has done it better, but, like, yeah, in movies it's still pretty much, like, 50, it was, like, I don't know, a large percentage are still, like, portrayed as criminals or, like, over-sexualized or more low income. It's just, like, nothing's really changing, especially behind the camera, too. There's not a lot of, like, casting directors or directors that are, like, Latin, so... Therefore, not not a lot of, like, Latin actors get lead roles, which is a big issue. So um, I definitely want to help change that, um, especially as someone who uh, whose family is from El Salvador. And that isn't really, at least for me, I've literally, like, almost never seen it in movies. Maybe no. someone as the maid, no. literally, yeah. like, as the maid is oh. what I've seen. Or maybe the criminal. I don't know. But, like, so, yeah, I think that's sort of a goal of mine to just make that more visible and like also like showing the range that you don't just have to portray this one thing like there's so many different things you can yeah. do yeah so yeah for That's sure <laughs> I love both of these goals I'm behind <laughs> both of these goals yay and I wish you the best I know good things will happen for you <laughs> so I don't even have to wish okay now I'm gonna pivot to Shakespeare <laughs> okay <laughs> Out of nowhere. (laughs) The bar. Okay. So I am not a Shakespeare super fan. All right. I (laughs) had to study Shakespeare (laughs) in school, right? And that makes you feel way better. <laughs> I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. no. No, no, but it's something uh, Aaron, my boyfriend, and I have talked a lot about mm-hmm. just how there's this cult of Shakespeare among actors. <laughs> and it can be so mm-hmm. frustrating. It's like, have y'all not read any other plays? <laughs> like, yeah. What? 
Uh, so I just want to hear about any Shakespeare experiences you've had, <laughs> if there's a play that you hate, or actually if there's one you don't mind so much. Mm. Shut up, Christine. <laughs> right? Like anything Shakespeare. Go. Oh, wow. So I think he's great, but definitely overrated. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I totally agree. Like, I feel like actors who know Shakespeare act like they just know everything, mm. and it literally is like a cult. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, but you're right, like, read other plays, too. Um, I have to say, I do like this one, As You Like It, because there's, like, a part where these women, like, dress up as guys, and I got oh, to do yeah. a monologue from that, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah. And I like Romeo and Juliet. I know that's basic, but <laughs> um, I don't Classic. like Macbeth. I read that in high school, and it was so boring. Um, so I'm so sorry yeah, about that one. Some people don't like it because it's too dark. Would you agree mm. with that? Uh, yeah, no, it is very dark. I a, also a don't tragedy, like it for that right? reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm a person where like I don't like when too many people die. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Shakespeare is just full of yeah. death. <laughs> no more than three people no, can die. That's not my favorite because uh. I like when people are just happy in the end. <laughs> silly like a tragedy, but then everything works out. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I read Midsummer Night's Dream in middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I read it, and I just, like, could not really absorb it. But I feel like Stella Adler did help me kind of break it down okay. and put it in, like, you know, put it in, like, a real-life situation or whatever. And I was just like, oh. It was literally, like, teach me like I'm five. like, <laughs> And that's how it kind of helped me. Um, but, yeah, it's not, like, my go-to, and I'm definitely not an expert at it. But um, I would say the one that I have encountered the most where I kind of like the story is, um, I think, Twelfth Night. Which I think also that involves... The, yeah, that's also the, girls dressing yeah. up guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just something about that is just exciting and funny. And like, yeah. you know. The cross-dressing is so fun. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that and maybe... Um, uh, there's another one, but I can't remember the name. I did like a... I think it was Ask You Like It. I can't remember. But um, yeah, I'd say yeah, Twelfth so Night. Many. Yeah. I would say, yeah, with Shakespeare, it does sometimes feel this sort of like elitist sort of thing yeah. too. Yeah. That is a great yeah, word yeah, to yeah. describe it. <laughs> it. That whole scene can be very pretentious. I do yeah. like A Midsummer Night's Dream more mm. watching it than reading it, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. It's just silly over the top yeah. and that's good. And I like the story of Hamlet more so for what it's inspired than mm. Hamlet itself. Yeah, definitely. I think also yeah. it stems from like, yeah, from a young age. I mean, maybe unless you went to like a very, I don't know, I guess in dramas, like if you're a theater kid, like as a kid, then you get really familiar with Shakespeare and you'd probably love it. But like if you don't really dive deep into it growing up or don't have it relate to a real life situation it's just like i don't care <laughs> so i think that's a thing that needs to maybe it has change to be taught the right way yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. otherwise it'll just like you'll zone out or it'll go over your head but i don't know some yeah. people like really have friends who like love it and like are experts at it and mm-hmm. i admire them for that <laughs> yeah same yeah <laughs> when you read a script what attracts you like what just Ooh. makes you go oh i want to <laughs> do something with this for me it's the characters i think it's a common thing with actors, too. If the characters are interesting, even if the story is not incredible, <laughs> I think I just love, like, you know, a good character arc. And True. Also, I like silly shit, so <laughs> anything funny, any funny characters. True. And jokes, too. I'm very, like, because I'm a stand-up comic, I look for the jokes in the scripts, and, like, I'll, 
I'll like obsess over them. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like I really appreciate just good writing in general. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's actually so hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> like in auditions, yeah. you're just like, I don't know if I'm like I'm into the character, but I feel like I don't know. I would do it differently or just. Yeah, but, like, good writing. Um, I would also say, like, something like a twist or t- that comes to it with comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, I feel like, I feel like if I can relate to s- something that has to do with the character that's very specific, then I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, I could see mm-hmm. myself definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, I get sucked into it that way. Yeah. Ooh, also, like, unique stories. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I hate the cliches and when people just stereotype everything and don't really think outside the box. So right, anything, yeah. like, unique really grabs my attention. Agree. <laughs> what makes a script sexist? Ooh. <laughs> there could be a ton of things. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, that's a hard one, Christine. I, it's like, because I, sometimes oh, it's obvious. Yeah, no. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> This is a more subtle way, but sometimes, and I see this a lot with comedy, like, when it's written from a male perspective, they'll write female characters that only serve a function and don't actually have a, like, character Mm -hmm. arc, which is not super sexist. It's just kind of not, they're not keeping woman in mind when Mm. they write it. Yeah. And it's super annoying to get, like, auditions for those when you're just, like, the love interest with no personality. Yeah, it's very one-dimensional. Like, yeah. let, that's it. Like, you're just here for the love. You're just the lover. <laughs> like, that's yeah. it. No, literally, that's, yeah. I think, that that mm. could be sexist when there's just, like, you know, the woman is, like, the object of mm-hmm. attraction. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then, yeah, like, sometimes it's just more blatant where I've, like, I've read scripts and I was just, like, I would see like, an action or just something that doesn't even make sense. It's just, like, they yeah. just threw it in there, and I'm just like, I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing that. She just has to take her top off. I know. Right? I was like, like, yeah, I was no reason. <laughs> like, nudity without a purpose. Yeah. That, that. like, that... Yeah. Just cleaning yeah. the kitchen. Yeah, or it'd be Without like, and then it's like they're talking about groceries, and then she straddles him, and I'm like, what? Like that? <laughs> no, literally. Why? <laughs> yeah, and that stuff just like turns me off. I'm just like, I don't know if yeah. I could do it. It sucks because like you want to do like as many acting gigs as you can for the experience and all that, but it's just like stuff like that. It's just like yeah. I don't even know if I would feel comfortable. Or that just, stuff like, I actually can well. I can say no. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like that matter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when it comes to people pleasing, you're not a people pleaser that <laughs> yeah, way. For, se- for sexist scripts, Line. I'm just I'm done with them. Yeah, because yeah, I I don't know. I hate auditioning for stuff like that. Yeah, I, I do. I don't like it. Yeah, I do. I am kind of like uh, I don't want to say jealous, but like I do admire people who are really good at being like romantic and like flirty and stuff like that. Because I feel like I kind of like gotta amp myself up to be flirt or portray like someone who's really flirty. Um, so that's like practice, but. Yeah, there's just different ways of approaching it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, any kind of intimacy on screen, even if it's not all the way right, is is tough. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in real life, it can be tough, too. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. It's awkward sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not on a set or on a stage where you feel like there's trust and yeah. and respect then it makes it way harder (laughs) yeah yeah i think we're really lucky we're in a time now that like people have been exposed like should have sit the fan like you know there's a lot more work on that now yeah a lot more restrictions Mm -hmm. on that kind of stuff yeah (laughs) what makes a script racist (laughs) what's some of the stuff that you've seen (laughs) 
So from a white person's perspective, I can't really say much because I haven't experienced that. But basically, I think it's similar to what I said about the sexism. It's like Mm -hmm. if a person of color is portrayed as like just maybe a stereotype like, for instance, like you were saying, sometimes Spanish people are just like the criminals or like the cleaning lady, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or you see it with like Asian people a lot. They'll, they're portrayed as like just the nail lady yeah. or something like that. I just think it's rude to always give them those roles instead of just a character, you know, with an arc and something that maybe doesn't have to do with like their race all the time. It's, yeah, just the stereotypes. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with that. It is similar to like the sexism, where it's yeah. like it can be really blatant. And it's just like doesn't really serve a purpose. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I think with like characters who speak Spanish, because I feel like there was a time, or there was a time where like I just feel like sometimes writers, or I don't know who's writing it, but they'll just throw in Spanish for no reason, <laughs> and it'll be like a weird form of Spanglish that doesn't really work. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's just, like, my annoyance. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's usually pretty – I haven't really experienced too much of it, luckily. Yeah, I think yeah. definitely the subtler form is when a person of color is just serving a white character's yeah. interest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, whatever their goal is. And I will say on the note of some of the stereotypical – professions i think that those roles can still be portrayed but just in a way that gives somebody dignity right yeah and dimension yeah. because like my uncle's a gardener you know nothing's yeah. gonna change <laughs> the fact that he's a gardener i don't think there's anything wrong with him being mm-hmm. a gardener uh, but if i were to write a role about a gardener i would want that character to have dimensions mm, yeah and not exactly. just not just be working at some white person's home and saying you know what i, I don't even know just <laughs> <laughs> yeah not really having his own dreams his yeah. own motives mm-hmm. in the story right. yeah. yeah okay <laughs> those were not meant to trip you up i was just curious <laughs> i'm like oh uh, <laughs> yeah, like no sweat um so our our viewers might not necessarily know what a casting breakdown looks like mm-hmm. what any of these notices look like so could you just describe how these things are written where you find them and any pet peeves you have about them um. Well, going off of the sexism thing, I did. It just reminded me that I've seen so many breakdowns where I'm like, where they're like, she's slim, beautiful, like oh, sexy. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, am I beautiful enough? I don't know. Like, what's there? Like, that that shit's so annoying. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, like, in, like in terms of the description, uh, character breakdown is <laughs> um, the, I guess, the sort of quick summary of a character's personality and like just like t- I think tiny tidbits of who they are or like you said it can't just focus on appearance yeah it can't just focus on appearance female appear- roles yeah. or people mm-hmm. of yeah. color it's like it needs to look like this needs to yeah. look like that uh-huh. okay but what is this character's personality exactly. what's this character going for in this story <laughs> yeah I really like when I guess and these breakdowns are found on different Casting websites, <laughs> like, uh, and they're not sponsoring the show. So. They're not sponsoring the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I like when um, 
people put a little more context into the breakdown so I can, like, better understand who the character is instead of just having three words or just, like, you know? But um, I guess when there's less description, it's kind of up to the actor to get creative and, like, make up the background of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, my long-winded answer. No, that was (laughs) fine. That was great. I like when there's a lot of information, like you said, like, on the breakdowns, like, more about the story. Mm -hmm. And then I also like seeing more than, like, just who's directing it. Mm. If they have the producer, it's nice to see their name. Oh, yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the pay rate and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, not just, like, (laughs) I like money, but, like, I just want to know, like, all the details. Like, when is this going to be shot Mm -hmm. and all that. And... Yeah, another pet peeve, yeah. Just the, I guess, the sexism thing with yeah. the woman. There are some, like, people, and it's not as common anymore, but there are some who are still obsessed with, like, women being, like, the stereotypical tall, skinny, blonde Yeah, it's still person. out there. It's like, still out literally there. Literally, yeah. yesterday. It's still, I there. see it. Yeah. And um, I remember a few months ago, I saw a breakdown, and it said it was a casting for a gymnast. And I used to do gymnastics, so I was like, oh, oh. this would be great. But then it said must be 5'7 or taller. And I was like, where are you going to find a gymnast I was gonna say, over 5'7? Like, like, yeah, but they're obsessed with like, people short. being like tall and skinny and yeah. stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a pet peeve. But yeah, the more information I think on the breakdown, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel when a breakdown has like a photo of like their reference? Oh, you, do it depends like, wow. on the photo. Sometimes they're like, this is what, which is, like, helpful, but I'm like, do you sometimes feel like, oh, I don't look anything like that, so I'm not going to apply, or do you just, like, go for it anyway? I think I'd go for it anyway, but, mm-hmm. yeah, those always trip me up, because yeah. sometimes, sometimes people put very stereotypical characters there, and I'm like, okay, I don't really know what you're going for, but sometimes they're helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes for true, true crime shows and stuff like that, where you're playing real people, they'll have mm. an image of a real yeah. person, and it's that like that makes sense. That's to me. helpful, but for fictional characters, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for fictional ones, it's kind of strange. I don't know. Like I don't. I I'm a sketch writer, and sometimes when I write sketches, I have an idea of the physical description of the person, but when I have actors read the parts, like I'm not married to that mm, and I, yeah. it's just, it, it's weird for fiction yeah yeah I mean I think it's fine to want a certain look sometimes but yeah. some people will fall into the habit of okay I only want the women I cast to look like this and mm. they have to look like this every single time yeah. the men ha- and and again it's just all these stereotypes that or unrealistic expectations over and over again and no variety yeah <laughs> Okay, I want to talk about collaboration, how you work Ooh. with other women and men who don't suck. <laughs> and and <laughs> non-binary and trans people. Yeah. How do you choose who you collaborate with? Probably just based off of if we get along and have similar goals. And I love collaborating, and I feel like it's a thing more artists need to do in general. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, and I get it, like, we compete for roles and all that, but a lot of people see other artists as, like, competition, but I'm like, why don't we just work together and build yeah. up from there? So, yeah, I just, I I love it. Like like I said before, me and my friend are starting a sketch team together because we had a similar goal, mm-hmm. and, you know, I get along with her. Um, and I just, I, yeah, I love it. And I love making friends who have similar interests. It's kind of relieving to be around <laughs> a 
people in this field. Yeah, it is. It is really inspiring to just be around creative people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's so awesome that you're starting a sketch group. I definitely want to like read some of your stuff or watch your oh, stand up. Oh yeah, yeah, we're sure. gonna film it. It's, send out, the it's links. at college, but I'm gonna have it filmed. Nice. Send me the link. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think same here. I just I feel like I just really love open minded people. Mm. Um, people who are not, uh, I guess. Um, I, people who aren't, I don't know, not ignorant or if they are, yeah. they're willing to like learn more and yeah. just like open up. Um, communication is always really helpful. Um, mm. I think, yeah, just as long as they're not like narrow minded and stuck on one thing and they're like flexible. Um, and yeah, obviously like respectful to like people of different groups and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, it's always easier to work with like, like women and like, uh, I mean, people who are Latin, like, also have, like, a similar background or – I think that just makes it kind of smoother because you sometimes have, just have a mutual understanding of something. <laughs> don't have to explain yeah, exa- as much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but, like, other than that, if someone's just willing to learn or just, like, willing to, like, uh, uh, hear out new ideas or yeah. hear out, like, my ideas, I think that, like, makes it so much better. Yeah. Have you had experiences <clears throat> where you started collaborating with someone and then realized that it wasn't working? Ooh. Ooh. She had a weird know. deja vu moment. That was weird. <laughs> you don't have just to name names. No, I was That's just like, I feel one. like I've been here before. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I either. I'm sure, I'm sure there is one, but I can't think of a big one off the top of my yeah. head. Maybe it's maybe it was like early in the process where I was just like, yeah. where I auditioned and there was like maybe a callback. And then like as I learned more, I was just like, ah, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. But I don't think, luckily, it hasn't gotten that bad where yeah, I had to like cut it off. That far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get you to gossip. No. I just thought it I, could I mean, be oh, helpful. Here's, here's one example, Spill I guess. the tea. So sometimes, it's not really that bad, but sometimes on comedian podcasts, they'll have mm. other comics come on and do material. But I kind of, like, stop doing that because mm. I don't like spoiling my material. That makes sense. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not nothing, like, bad, but I just kind of don't do that stuff anymore. Mm. Yeah, but that's... That's still relevant, I think. Yeah. So have you gotten invitations to do podcasts like that where you've said, hey, I'll do this, but I'm not going to share material? Or do you just say, no, I'm not going to do this. Thank you. Um, The last time I just think I said I'm not available. I don't think I was. <laughs> but <laughs> It's a good white lie. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the next time I'm going to be honest because mm. it's happened a few times and oh, really? I'm like, I just don't want to do it anymore because yeah. I want my material to be for the stage. If I'm doing a podcast, I want it to be, you know, like an interview like this yeah. or mm-hmm. talking about some people have themed podcasts. So doing something like that, you know, I just don't want to work for yeah. free. And, <laughs> and it feels forced, too, when you got to like. Yeah, when you're like just it. sitting yeah. there saying it. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah, you sense. don't have a live audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't get that immediate <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to imagine what that's like. Yeah, I have so much respect for stand-up comedians. Thank like, you. good for you. I'm manifesting like so much success because it's you really like just got to put yourself out there and like you're like people are gonna love it or they're gonna hate it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, just like yeah. you know. But you, 
I mean, I don't know your com- comedian, like, your style, but, like, if you talk more about, like, personal experiences or you just, like, some people just, like, vent and that's yeah. their comedy. Mine's, like, absurd. <laughs> absurd. Just, like, oh, I love that. expect to come out of my mouth. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> um, that. <laughs> but, yeah, something I've learned from stand-up, actually, is that, you know, no matter how good you are, how ma- how, no matter how hard you work, there are always going to be some people who just don't love your style, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. That's with any art. It's, like, some yeah. people are going to love it. Everyone. Some people just... It's not for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, fair. Yeah. I wanted to talk about courage. So how Ooh. do you find courage to do what you do? Hmm. I think it just comes down to loving it. <laughs> yeah. Like with stand-up, like people always ask me, you know, how do you get up there? I'm just like, I'm having a good time. <laughs> I, think, I think just the passion for it motivates you, even if you're scared. Hmm. Yeah, I think hmm, finding courage... I think a lot of times when I'm feeling kind of, like, doubtful on myself or, like, not really sure if I'm doing something, I'll try to just, like, look at the growth that I've had. Mm. And it's just like, hey, you didn't think you are going to make it there, but you did it. And then you didn't think you were going to do that, but then you did that. And I was just like, oh, I have a tendency to surprise myself. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> let me just, like, build up the courage. Let's just, just be a little delusional yeah. and, like... That's a goal of mine right now is to be more delusional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you dream. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let yourself dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so easy to just get caught up in, oh, well, this is what's realistic. This is what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. This is what yeah. other people I went to high school with are doing. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm so glad I had the courage to do it because now I'm having more fun than ever. Like, my schedule is just packed, but I'm like, <laughs> it's just all, it's all fun. I'm doing what I love, yeah. so it's so worth it. I did. <laughs> as soon as I mentioned high school. Do you keep in touch with people from high school? Courtney, you, um, I mean, you're young enough that that might make sense. Yeah, it was a few years ago. I would say a small group of people, like my close friends, I definitely keep in touch with them, but, mm-hmm. you know... Do they come to your comedy shows? They do, actually. A lot of them go away to school, so on break, they come to the shows. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I have a very supportive group of people, and I'm very thankful for that. Cute. Yeah. I feel like during college, it's, like, harder to, like, everyone's just, like, in different worlds, especially you go to different schools, so you just try to find time. Um, I, from high school, yeah, I really just have, like, a couple, actually, like, my two literally closest friends who now live in New York, and now oh. we live together. <laughs> one of them i known since she was since we were in fifth grade. Adorable. The other one I met in seventh grade. And, yeah, so they're, like, my closest, closest friends and also, like, super grateful because, like, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever I tell yeah. people, like, oh, yeah, I've known them for, like, over ten years or something, wow. they're just like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Are they in the arts, too? Um, they, well, I feel like it's funny because, um, they're professionally, uh, one of them's a lawyer and the other one works for the government, but uh, yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, they're super smart, (laughs) but I love that. Um, I also feel like New York really just changed, like just, or like helps people find their more creative selves. Yeah. Cause I think they were doing like different things, but now I just love seeing them. Like one of them is like pursuing like DJing now because she oh. loves music. Oh my god! And then the other one is like a like a fitness coach, and she's into pottery and like all these Ooh. things. And like yeah, they're also super supportive about what I do, and they've gone to like all my plays and stuff. So Aww. yeah, <laughs> it's wonderful to have people in your life who see you go through changes, and you get to see them. Yeah. Do that too. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so beautiful. It is so beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> but also, Aww. I've never been to a high school reunion. My oh. sister actually went to, she and I are just a year apart. So she went to one where I knew almost everyone <laughs> she knew because our classes were so uh-huh. close to each other. And she was like, yeah, I went. Everyone's like fat and married now. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the energy I want. <laughs> like, I don't need a whole night of just looking around and, and feeling like, oh, I'm better than all of you. Like, no, if we don't have a real relationship, then I just. That's fair. I distance. Think, <laughs> I think yeah. my high school reunion was last year, actually. And I didn't go. I think I had a work event. But at the same time, I was just like, I don't care about those people was enough. It, was it a work event or is that a <laughs> No, it was lie? actually – I actually did have a work event. Okay, okay. But I also was, like, not really trying to go. And <laughs> But a part of me was kind of trying to go because I'm like, look at me now, guys. Like, you guys <laughs> were like – You thought I was weird. You thought I was this and that. But look at me now. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a slightly petty, like, side of me that wants to do that. But it's fine. <laughs> when did they start having those? Because you guys are so young. I wouldn't expect you to have. We're not answering those questions. I mean, I don't mind. I guess some schools do different ones. Mine was, so I graduated 2012 from high school. Um, okay. I am 29, I will say. Um, enjoying the last year of my 20s. <laughs> oh, so it's like a 10-year thing then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. most schools yeah. do 10 years. I don't even yeah. know if mine does it. I mean, I guess right? I go. I didn't even like, know about it until like a random I think my friend, I don't even think I got invited. I think my friend got invited. Or, or like, someone random dm me. I don't know. It was very out of the blue. <laughs> like, I don't know. But maybe there's, oh, wow. like, a group chat somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have go there for some, material. Some schools <laughs> that would material. be good. That would be good for material, actually. Anything's material. <laughs> yeah, there's some people where I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to see them again. Yeah, But, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to, like... Yeah. Go. It was also like I'm in New York and it was in Maryland, so I'm like I don't yeah. really want to go out of my way. <laughs> but I just yeah. I figure if we don't already text, if mm. I'm not already seeing you at Christmas or whenever it is I go home, then why? I don't know. Yeah. No. That I, is I true. That. Yeah. Yeah. I have to but say the material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I go stuff. is probably like <laughs> material, and also I guess there are some people who I wasn't like close with, mm. but I still kind of hung out with in school, and it'd be nice to like see them you're so sweet <laughs> yeah there was a time oh, teachers maybe oh yeah oh, do yeah. they go oh, teachers. Like... some of mine are dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god oh, fuck. yeah i didn't even think about that i'm so sorry i'm sure i'm, some not, of mine I'm are too. not laughing like because they died like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean was it teachers that you were close to well like... one i loved it was my spanish Aww. teacher Aww. she was wonderful she died while i was in college um but, oh, there was one who had an affair. Oh. Yeah, there was another one who made a porn video that, like, Wait, what? The, yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it happened was, to my school, drama. too, in middle yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found out, like, one of the teachers. I'm not, yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's crazy like, how when we're you're, whispering, but we're recording. <laughs> I know. But this is, like, here on the internet. Um, but, like, yeah, it's so crazy. None of that happens. That's crazy. <laughs> My school was boring. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's why I love my college because my uh, high school was just – it was so small. Nothing uh, really ever happened. It was public or private? It was public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. All right. I was like, just, okay. Shit happens in public school. It was just non-eventful. Maybe go back and – I don't know. I feel like there's so much stuff that you didn't really, like, see or, like, oh, yeah. know about. Yeah. Especially as with teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as, yeah. like, a kid, you don't notice. But then later on, you're like, oh, my God, so-and-so, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but – that's nice. I mean, I guess it's a peaceful <laughs> <Yeah>. experience. <laughs> Ugh, what an interesting life. 
that was. Yeah. I do, totally you know, person. I'll look people up on social media once in a while mm. if I don't know what's going on. And yeah, when I'm feeling nosy or gossipy, <laughs> sure. When I'm feeling petty, sure. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, how do you handle social media as actors? Mm, good transition. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was bringing <laughs> I that I thought you were saying, how are you petty? And I was like, oh, God. Uh, so... I'm not that great at, like, social media. Like, I know, like, a lot of people use it to market themselves. I try my best, but I'm not a person who can post every day. Mm -hmm. I I try and, you know, stay updated. And as for, like, handling it and stuff, I mean, there have been times when, like, you know, I posted stand-up, like, and there was a time where I had stand-up on this Instagram account, like, a bigger Mm. account, and I got the, like, oh, like, women can't tell jokes, comment. Oh, my God. And I'm like, whatever. It's like, come on. Ugh. Like, get creative with it at Literally, least. yeah. It's like, couldn't come up, come up but, with anything better yeah. to do or say. Did you delete that account? What happened? You no, said it, was it wasn't my account. account. It was oh, like, oh, oh. Um, it was this account called Stand Up Journal, and they just post videos of comedians. So I was oh, on the okay. account. And then I just, I, get, I got good comments, but then I got like the, oh, like, woman like but, go to the kitchen or whatever, like yeah. But I'm petty, so I made a fake account and I just commented back to these yes! people. Yes, <laughs> I love you. it. I love it. Shout out to Freddie Jones. That's my <laughs> spam. That's my troll account. Freddie <laughs> Jones. Freddie Jones. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's not generic. <laughs> I hope they don't watch this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, social media. Yeah, social media is. Yeah, again, at, as actors, I feel like I always wonder like. If I would be the type to, like, not read up on myself, like, that's mm. very, like, daunting to just, like, and I feel like you, you could very easily get sucked into that. We're wanting yeah. to read yeah. every detail and, like, try to not let it affect you, but it yeah. might affect you. But, yeah, there's just ones that, you know, like, they don't they don't matter. And also, they don't know you. No, <laughs> like, exactly. literally, like, who are you? You don't, yeah. Um, I think I, I studied public relations and, like, communication. So, like, I could be very on top of it if I wanted to. Like, I know, like, the whole build your brand and, like, do this and that. Like, when's the best time to post, et cetera, all that. But um, I think with my personal uh, social media, I'm pretty, like, I also don't post every day just because yeah. I don't feel like it. Like stories. Oh, stories. Yeah, yeah stories. <laughs> the discreet way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I just put random things on stories. And then I think most of my photos are either, like, I don't know. It's, like, photos of my self or like if I travel and like see something nice or um I don't know things like that I have posted like monologues before oh. um I think from self tapes or uh I can't remember if it was self tapes but I definitely did I remember the first monologue I posted was just a monologue I found and oh, I was just okay. like I need to like get it out there yeah, yeah and yeah. like Part of me is still kind of going back and forth between, like, should I post more monologues or mm. should I just, like, not? Because they say, like, it's good to just post your work and have it there, which makes sense. Um, but I think, yeah, I should have hopped on, like, the YouTube train when it was, like, 2008. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, say I'll watch by now. <laughs> now it's, like, TikTok and all this stuff, which is, like, really cool. But I'm just like, oh, shit, that's, like, so much work. Yeah. But YouTube, I, I feel like TikTok can't beat YouTube. <laughs> I miss when YouTube was big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you like about TikTok or what do you like about YouTube better? Um, I just feel like, I don't know, the content, like the quality was better. Mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Or it just makes me nostalgic, I guess, because I watched a lot of YouTube as a kid. <laughs> Same. I just I like, like long form stuff better. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Now it's just so quick. 
It is. Yeah. And you just, it's designed so you can't get off of it. And you just keep scrolling. And yeah. I'm so guilty of For it. For the same trending audio. Yeah, yeah, literally. That's actually crazy. Now that I think about it, I'm like, how many hours would I spend watch, watching YouTube versus like now on tic- like TikTok yeah. or Instagram reels because I'm old? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, in my head, I don't remember feeling as like sucked into it whereas now I'm like literally in bed for like a good two hours before I actually go to sleep I think one of the main differences is we didn't watch YouTube on our phone all the time. Uh, it was like on a like it was laptop, more of a computer. laptop situation. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok is more of a phone situation, That's and we so have true. our phones everywhere. Mm. But ten years ago, <laughs> you know, you couldn't just easily have all like so much wouldn't load on your phone. Yeah, just, yeah. just text. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the YouTube videos you watch as a kid. I was talking about this the other day with some friends. The YouTube videos you watch as a kid really influence who you are as a person today. <laughs> oh my god! I my... just watch the weirdest stuff. Like. There was this guy who used to dress up as a girl named Rolanda and make music videos, so I watched him a lot. And then I watched this lady, Glozell, who would like do Glozell! Like, Glozell! Yes! <laughs> she was hilarious. She's so funny. I hope she's doing well. Too. I want to see if she still makes content. Oh my God. Like, Probably. She was amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Going down the nostalgic road. My yesterday, I think, or the night before, my friend brought up. Uh, Harry Potter puppet pals. Oh, yes. yes. Really? Oh my god. Literally, that was locked in a vault in my brain wow. for oh my so god. long. I didn't think about that for years, and I, I was think like, you read Whoa. My mind. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a good one. Yeah, that was like deep in there. So, and then such Vine. a great time. Vine. Yeah, I, I liked Vine. Vine. I think I've made a couple. I never I really know. got yeah. into it. Yeah, I and just, it wasn't around that long either. It no. wasn't. I saw a whole documentary about it downfall it was very very interesting to watch it was i i loved it though i think i could still quote all the classics yeah (laughs) yeah there's some good ones i used to play vine jeopardy with my friends and we would like have jeopardy but you had to like finish the vine but then my cats peed all over it so it got destroyed oh my god well on that note that's all the time we have thank you so much to both of you thank you Dear listeners, and I'm saying that because you might be listening on Radio Free Brooklyn or podcasting platforms, or dear viewers, if you're watching on Eminem or YouTube or TikTok or wherever (laughs) the hell this is, (laughs) I'm Christine Stoddard. This has been Badass Lady Folk. Tune in next time.